You are listening to The Beckett Cook Show with your host, Beckett Cook. For more information about Beckett and his ministry, visit his website at beckettcook.com. To help support the podcast, visit patreon.com slash the Beckett Cook Show. Please consider subscribing to the podcast and leaving a five-star rating. Welcome to the Becca Cook Show, and we have our favorite guest on the show. I can't believe I'm back again. I know. China Phillips Baldwin. I feel so loved. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm going to do a fun thing today. We're going to do a Proust questionnaire, or basically 20 questions, and I'm just going to ask you 20 to 30 questions, Okay. and you're just going to give the first thing that comes to your head. You don't have to do it like super fast, but China just woke up from a nap, and as you can see, she's... It's 75 degrees out, but she's wearing like a, a faux fur blanket. Cause I'm your friend who's always cold. cold. She's always freezing cold. Yes. Which I'm always want. wearing the sweaters and the hats, and I can't get enough of wearing. That's okay. Like, so, number one. The questions. I don't want to see the don't questions. Don't see the questions. Number one, what was the most exciting moment of your life? Probably when Hold On went to number one and when my babies were born. Nice. Yeah. What... This might lead into that. What's your greatest achievement? Not exactly in that order. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, James. Sorry, guys. So, okay. What was your greatest achievement? My family. Definitely my family. Um, but, you know, receiving the Lord, obviously. I mean, you know, that's not an achievement, not really though. An it's achievement. like God. That's a gift. It's a gift. Thank you. So, you didn't achieve nothing. My family. What's your favorite vacation spot in the entire world? I would just have to say the Caribbean. I know it's so like expected, but I love a tropical getaway. I know everyone would be like, Tuscany, you know. Where in the Caribbean? St. Barnes. St. Barnes, <laughs> yes. We love St. Barnes. Uh, we need to go to St. Barnes. Yes. Um, we should do an episode on St. Barnes. Oh, we should. How did you come up with the name Jameson of your first daughter? Well, Billy will argue about this. Um, he will argue that he came up with the name Jameson, but I was actually doing a movie called The Roxanne Pulitzer Story. Actually, it was Moving Target with Jason. No, hold on. <laughs> it was a movie called The Comeback. It was a movie called The Comeback with um, Robert Urich. Remember him? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was kind sure. of a big 70s. Yeah. Star. Yeah. And um, his girlfriend's name was Jameson. And she used to come to the set all the time. And I used to say to her, Your name is so beautiful. I love your name. And he was calling her James. And that set it over the edge for me. I was like, Oh my gosh, if I ever have a baby girl, I love that. I'm going to name her Jameson. There you go. What was the best, what's the best memory that you have between you and your mother? The best memory I have with my mom, we used to play this game called Smush the Bush, and we used to sit in the bathtub with tons of bubbles, and we would both get these gigantic loads of bubbles on our hands, and we would look at each other and go, Smush the Bush! And we'd smash our hands together, and all the bubbles would go flying everywhere, and we used to play that all the time. I also have another really wonderful memory um, of doing this Mickey Mouse 3000 piece puzzle with her in front of the fireplace. And it oh. took us like six months, but we used to do that together. Nice. 
What is a secret habit that Billy has? Picking his nose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go. But isn't that a secret habit we yeah, all kind of have? Okay. What's your favorite restaurant in the world? Uh, oof. Oof. I mean, I'd have to say uh, either Giorgio's, Giorgio or Spago. Yeah, Spago's. I love Spago. It's my favorite. <laughs> um, Wolfgang Puck. What is your favorite band, not including Wilson Phillips or the Mamas and Pops? <clears throat> um, I'd have to say probably the Eagles. I just the love Eagles. the Eagles. I, I love, love the Eagles. I always have Fleetwood Mac. You know Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. If you weren't an actress, model, singer, songwriter, what would you have Ooh, done? You put model in there. Yes. Ooh, okay. What would you have done if those were not options for you? I probably would have been a psychotherapist just because I have had so many experiences in my life that I feel like now you can relate. I could really identify with a lot yeah. of different people. You know? Nice. What's your middle name? China. Oh, that's right. <laughs> your first name. What's your first name? My first name is Gilliam, Gilliam. with an M on the end. Gilliam. It's actually incredibly feminine. Yeah. <laughs> Not. I forgot why your mom named you Gilliam. Because, because my grandfather's name was Gardner Gilliam. And I love the first name Gardner. I know people think I'm so weird. I wanted to name Vance Gardner. But um, yeah, his name was Gardner Gilliam, my grandfather. And she wanted to honor him. So she put my first name as his last name. Nice. I, I love China. I'm glad. How did you choose China as your to, as your first name? How did they choose China as my first name? They did? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah. Gilliam is on my birth certificate, but nobody ever called me Gilliam. Okay. They always called me China. They always, they always me. knew they weren't going to call <clears throat> okay. me Gilliam. Right. What is the fondest memory you have of your dad? Oh, definitely writing songs with him on his piano in Malibu oh. when I was a little baby girl. I mean, four, five, six. Really? That yeah. young? Yeah. Wow. You were learning from the best. What is? The, what was the best day of your life? My wedding day um, nice. because my wedding day, even though I took a 45 minute nap in the middle of my wedding because I was exhausted because <laughs> I just didn't sleep that well the night before, um, there's just something, I mean, I didn't actually love my wedding. I'm being honest. I didn't love my wedding. I don't think any bride really loves their wedding. It's just stressful and stuff. So but I had been waiting for it for so long. Billy had tortured me for so many years <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that by the time the day came, I was just so happy to have had it over with. Yes. And what, what's your favorite city in the United States? <sighs> My favorite city in the United well, States. Well, I know what it is. You do? We're sitting in it. Yeah, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. We're at yeah. Her, by the way, we're at China's and Billy's new home in Santa Barbara, which is beautiful. I kind of forget this is even a city, but it is. It is. <laughs> it's a city. It really is. It doesn't like, feel like a city. It's like one of the nicest, if not, it's like one of the nicest cities in the yeah. U.S. Like, yeah. it's beautiful. For sure. What's the most romantic thing you and Billy ever did? Oh, I think the wedding dress thing. Maybe. You're answering all oh, my questions! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the most, well, actually, yeah, I mean, I could say that on our wedding um, pr proposal, he filled the Carlisle Hotel with uh, wedding dresses. Vera Wang. Yes. About, 
150 Vera Wang dresses. <laughs> crazy. Because Vera Wang was at the very bottom of the hotel. She was in the lobby of the hotel. So but um, did he string them from the ceiling or something? Yep, and put them over the piano and hung them on the. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it that's just, really good. All over the couches, they were everywhere. It was pretty romantic. Yeah. Um, and then the other romantic thing was we took a six week honeymoon together after literally like a, I think it was the day after or the day maybe two days after we got married we hopped on a plane for six weeks and did a European tour. It was nice. very romantic. We both cried on the last day of the tour. Aww. Yeah. Why am I calling it a tour of our, of our honeymoon? <laughs> You're on a world tour. <laughs> a world tour. Speaking of that, how do you feel about fame? I don't feel like I'm famous. Whenever somebody says like, yeah, but you're famous or you're a celebrity. I don't, I don't feel that way about myself. I don't. But in I general, I am. do you, do oh! you like fame or do you not like fame or do you, you know what I mean? Is it like yeah. a, is it a benefit or a hindrance or does it matter? I think the whole fame thing is so strange, you know, because I think it's kind of sad because when you meet somebody who's super, super, super famous, you get like kind of weird and you're not really normal and you're not really yourself when you meet them. And that makes me sad because yeah. everyone wants to be treated just like a regular person. And I'm not the type that looks at celebrities and goes like, oh, I don't care. Like, I don't care that that person's famous. You know, <laughs> you know, I can always sense when somebody has that attitude. Yeah. Like, even though I don't consider myself a celebrity, other people do consider me famous. So I can tell when they're giving me that vibe, like, Relax. I don't care that you're China Phillips. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, I never even, <laughs> yeah. what are you saying? Like, am I giving off the vibe? Like, I care that I'm China Phillips. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, fame is just a weird, contorted, weird thing. The only person who should have fame is Jesus Christ. Amen. I love that. He's answer. the only That's person. what I, my nieces, uh, my nieces in Dallas, if they're watching, <laughs> They um, are always like, you know, they're young and they're just like, oh, Uncle Beck and Uncle Beck. And like, what famous people do you know in Hollywood? I'm like, the only person that's worth, like, is Jesus. That's the only famous person I care about. What would you like for your last meal? Now, not to get morbid, what would you like for your last meal on earth? Before the wedding supper of the Lamb? Something really heavy. <laughs> Something really... like. Go ahead. Answer What's your favorite me. lobster? <laughs> I feel like you want lobster. Yeah, I want lobster, and I'd want spaghetti with cream sauce, oh, yeah. and I'd want like Ooh. I'd want um, caviar toast. I'd want like three berry pie with fresh whipped cream. Yes. I would just go all the way. Yeah, me too. Me yeah. Too. Where do you see yourself in five years? Hmm, that's a good question. <sighs> a mogul. <laughs> <laughs> a mogul. A yes. mogul. Um. I, I think I would just like to be at peace. You know, I've been really, really fighting for peace. Mm -hmm. um, it sounds like such an oxymoron, but I really have been fighting for peace for the past few years. And I feel like I'm finally landing my plane as we've discussed. Yes. So I see myself at peace and um, California preaching, exploding, and me being able to parlay that into other amazing ways to uh, further the kingdom of God. Yes, amen. And I think, as I said before we started rolling, this this, this house is so peaceful, it's so quiet, Thank and you. like it's so tranquil, even like the outside and the gardens and stuff. What? It's called you, the peace of Christ. The peace of Christ. Mm -hmm. If you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would they be? Jesus, Jesus, and Jesus. <laughs> And then if it weren't that, yeah. then it would be 
Jesus, Abraham Lincoln, because I was born on February 12th, and I love, you know, that's the same birthday as Abraham Lincoln, and probably somebody like um, Martin Luther King. Nice. What is your idea of perfect happiness? Uh, healthy children. Don't make me cry. Beckett, <laughs> I'm not don't me make cry. me cry. You came up with that question. <laughs> no, this is the first questionnaire. Oh. Healthy children and um, a peaceful marriage. And do I get to say a couple things? Yeah. And uh, the joy of the Lord. Amen. What's your greatest fear? It was dying. I know that sounds like such a bad Christian thing to say because everyone should be like, why? You're going to heaven. Um, yeah, but you have like a family and kids. Death and... just freaks me out. I mean, every time you take off on an airplane, you're like, maybe it will crash. <laughs> I'm like, okay, he's so crazy. <laughs> you're like, might be off to heaven. Yeah. I think I texted you last night yes. before my flight. I'll see you in heaven. Yeah, death freaks me out a little bit. Um, which, well, you answered that which living person do you most, no, you didn't. Which living person do you most admire? It's hard. I would to have to say Vance, you know, just after everything he's been through. Mm, I, your son, Vance. My, my son, my son, Vance, he's just, I call him Warhorse. That's his nickname. And it has been since before his cancer. So I never knew why Warhorse just fitted, fit him so well. And, um, after his cancer diagnosis and after he beat cancer, I now understand why Warhorse was his nickname and why it fits so well. He's Aww. just such a warrior. That's sweet. I admire him. What is your current state of mind? My current state of mind is um, gratitude. I feel grateful that I'm doing something that I love. Uh, I'm able to evangelize and I'm able to uh, touch people in a way that's... Um, sort of new and fresh and I feel really good about that. I feel like I'm able to be some people's friends who are trying to figure out the whole Jesus thing and I just want to be their friend through it. Yeah. Well, you, you do an amazing job at it. Thank you. Which talent, besides the ones you have already, which talent would you most like to have? Well, I have it all, Becca. <laughs> That's that's true. <laughs> and humility. Um. No, um, I would love to be able to play the guitar. I try, and I do write songs on the guitar, but I really just barely skim by. So skim, skim, skim is the word by? skim. Skim by, yeah. I don't know what that is. I skim barely by. Skim, skim by, by. Yeah. yeah. And I'd like to be able to play it fluently. And do you just not practice? Is that the thing? Yeah, I don't practice. <laughs> if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? I wouldn't be so hard on myself. I'm mm -hmm. definitely, I'm getting better at it though. I'm getting better at being kinder and having more grace for myself as yeah. I grow older. Um, I'm really realizing that I, uh, that I, I do a lot of things right. I used to focus on everything I did wrong. Like all the negative yeah. things would, would like stick But I think brain. that's exactly what the enemy wants for us. He yeah. just wants us to see everything we're, you know, failing at or everything that we, you know, feel we're failing yeah. at. Yeah. What is your most treasured possession? Like other than my children and my husband? Well, like a physical, like a, uh, like a physical object. thing. Uh, 
I would have to say my weighted blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what, tell I us have what a 25 blanket. pound weighted blanket that I sleep with. I'm like tooting common. I just lay with this thing on me all night long. And it keeps you warm. And I don't move. I you wake up in the same position that I go to that bed. That is I hilarious. just fall asleep like this and I wake up like this. And So what do you do if you're at a hotel and you don't have your blanket? I don't take it with me. I, I've just decided that's a boundary I can't cross or I'm going to go to China cuckoo land. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, I've gone there before with things. And so, so are I, you freezing at hotels or do you just get extra? No, I just wear like an extra sweater and, yeah. you know. Like a park bag. Yeah, and it's not so much about heat. I just like the weight. It feels like God's taking a nap on me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, what historical figure, we may have already answered this. Do you, what historical figure do you most identify with? Uh, Mother Teresa. Just <laughs> what historical figure do I most identify with? It's a hard one. Yeah, it is. Um, I would say Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Winnie, Winnie the, Pooh. the Pooh. Just he had all these really special friends. And <laughs> yeah. and they all like lived out in the forest and they were all just trying to figure out life. And you know, that's kind of how I feel. I feel like I have all these really cool friends and um, they're all so unique and different in their own way, and they all kind of make me who I am. And I feel like all of Winnie's little friends, oh, like Piglet and, you know, yeah. Eeyore and Tig Tigger and all those guys. I feel like Vance is Tigger, Billy's Eeyore. That's hilarious. <laughs> and, um, you know, Tyler's the Piglet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Okay, so what... Last two questions. How would you like to die? Oh, Beckett. I know. I know it's hard, but like, what way would you like to go? I'd like to fall asleep and be like, oh, hi, Jesus. So just die in your sleep. Like anybody. I mean, no. Well, how else would I like to die? You know? <clears throat> um, Fling myself off a bridge? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, I yeah. I'd like to die in my sleep, too. My father, I'd like to die how my dad died, which was... He was literally in the middle of his living room and sitting in a chair, had a heart attack and instantly died. Like, didn't feel any pain. He just did, went, did he even do that? I don't even know. I don't know. But Nobody like, was there? Was no, there were, no one was in the house. Wow. The and um, there was no like lead up to it, like being in the hospital like, or being sick or ever. It was wow. just like straight from like health to death. Like, and he didn't end up on the floor. He just. He was just, no, he was sitting in the chair. That's My sister found Amazing. Him. My sister Rachel found it. Rach. Oh, was it traumatizing for her? Yes, it was very traumatizing. She called me Sorry, first Rachel. for some reason. Rachel called me Aww. screaming hysterically. And I was like, why? It was so, it was one of the it scariest so moments surreal. of my right. life. Because like, I'm like, Rachel, please <laughs> don't call me first. Like, <laughs> just calm down and then go. Anyway, <laughs> please, Rachel. And the final question, what is your favorite? And I think, I mean, you have so many of these, but what is your favorite motto in life? You're too blessed to be stressed. Did you hear that? <laughs> You're too blessed to be stressed. Okay, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Do we have time? It's 520. Uh, it is? Yes. Oh, my gosh. No, we don't. But wait, one question. Okay. What is a secret habit that you have? That no one knows about. Nobody knows about. Oh, gosh. Come on. Well, one of the, I mean, the main one is like my nap. 
I have to have an every day at 4 p.m. You have to have a nap. If I'm at home, I I get I have to take a nap. Like and a, what's your middle name again? Ariel. Ariel. Gosh, I yes. love that. Ariel. Isn't that the mermaid's name? <laughs> but it's from the Tempest, like Shakespeare's the Tempest, and it's from uh, a, there's a biblical. It's in the Bible. In the Old you didn't ask me this one. What's a funny quirk your mom has that nobody knows about or had? You answer it first. My mom, <laughs> my mom has a pillow in her house that says, I don't have a drinking problem. I drink, I get drunk, I fall down. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not a quirk, but it is, um, it's kind of quirky. It's a little quirky. Yeah. What about your mom? Uh, my mother was full of quirks. That's what her whole life was a quirk. Um, she, my mother always had to have three beverages at all times in front of her, like, especially at home and in, in her, in the kitchen, she always had a cup of coffee, an iced tea with lemon and mint in it, no sugar, and a glass of ice water. It had to be ice water. Those, she always had three beverages. At in front all of her, times? All the time. And everywhere that she went, like work. restaurants, she would have to, we would have to get the beverages first at the table. Like she needed her beverages. Oh, I know my mom's. What? She wears tiny little hats, <laughs> like little tiny hats. <laughs> she does? Yes. All the time. Like out or All just the time. Like she basketball games. I'm like, oh, she's going to wear the hat That's to the basketball so game. Yeah. She likes to wear little hats. That's so funny. Yeah. Like Kentucky Derby kind of thing. Yes. Okay, wait, one more. Um, what was the best day of your life? September 20th, 2009, when I met Jesus. Yes. It was the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me and that will ever, I mean, until I meet him face to face. Yeah. It, will, it was still, it's stunning. I can't even believe it's it. It's kind of your wedding day too. Yeah. It was like a wedding. It was yeah. like the most beautiful thing that's ever happened. Um. Okay, a couple things. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Ooh. In Santa Barbara! In Santa Barbara. <laughs> um, Lord Willie. And I, someone asked me yesterday in an interview where I saw myself in 20 years. Mm. And I'm like, I hope Jesus returns before <laughs> then. But um, in five years, I see myself kind of continuing in ministry and continuing to, you know, my YouTube channel and, and it's, you know, all up to God though. I don't who know. He may have some different crazy plan for me, but just like continuing in ministry. Also, my other most cherished possession is this ring that my mother gave me uh, the night before she went into surgery. It is a emerald. If you can see it's green, it's like kind of a sea green. That's beautiful. And then it has diamonds next to it. Um, and the next morning after she made it through, because she was afraid she wasn't going to make it through, I was like, are you going to want the ring back? <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? Uh, she was like, no, honey, you can keep it. Um, what talent would you most like to have? Singer-songwriter. Like, really? literally, it, that, to me, writing songs, I, I literally can't understand how people do it. It's, it's the one thing that I don't, I can't wrap my head around how people come up with the music, the melody, and then the lyrics. That's right. It, and and how, the way it all comes together. How, how they put them together. I'm like, yes. how does that even, that's to me the biggest mystery. Yeah. And people who have that and talent. And I can see how you would not have that talent. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. People who have that talent, I, it's, it's such a amazing gift because it's not, it's very rare. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, I would be the answer to that question. So we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Which living person do you most admire? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? This, this is very intense and personal, but, um, I, in my mind, my brain is very, um, like active, active mm -hmm. and very, um, like I want to achieve a ton of things in my brain, mm -hmm. but my body for whatever reason, I don't know what happened. I mean, my mother, first of all, my mother took Valium with, uh, when she was pregnant with Mine me too. every day. Yeah. Well, this didn't affect you, I guess, then, because, um, but I don't know what it is, but my body can't keep up with my brain. In other words, like the th all the things I want to do, I, my body, I, I get tired easily. I tire Maybe if she had taken LSD with the value, <laughs> you wouldn't have had the Yes, and it worked for me. That's a, probably a good combo. I should have <laughs> asked her about that. But that's my biggest, that's the biggest, um, what's the, what was the question? The biggest, what? Uh, what would you like to most change about yourself? What's, if you could change one thing about yourself. I, I wish I had, I, I so envy people who like can, We'll sleep for four hours right. and then just go, go, go. Like right. people who wake up at like four in the morning. I know. I'm just like, how? I, I would be in the hospital yes. with an IV drip yes. like, on my arm. Yes. I, I cannot do that. But you, you need a ton of rest and downtime. I do. Yeah, and, and rejuvenation. It's a bummer time. because I want to achieve so many things and do so many things, and and, and but I, my body just won't do it. And I've tried, and I've tried, and, and you've I've taken tried. vitamin C, and you've I've taken, taken vitamin D, and vitamin A. You've done and all it of doesn't, that. I just, yeah, I just need a lot of. Ooh, who would you love to lead to Christ the most besides a family member? Uh, my probably Billy Baldwin. I know, I know. Yes. And my 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 former like super super close friend, uh, Stephen, not Stephen Baldwin, another Stephen, but um. He he was my best 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 friend when I got saved, and he came to church with me for like three months every Sunday, mm -hmm. and then just checked out. And mm -hmm. like, he was just it didn't it didn't stick. Right. Who would you most other than Billy? Other than Billy, who would you most want to lead to Christ? Well, obviously, church? I think my children. I mean, beside my children and and Billy, um, I would say. Gosh, wouldn't it be amazing if Carney and Wendy that would be to the so Lord? Good. Yeah, Carney and Wendy Wilson. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. You've evangelized them, though, right? Yeah, I have. Yes. And but they're. Just I mean, like, I haven't sat down with the Bible and said, "Look, guys, here's the deal." Isaiah fifty-three. Guys, <laughs> yeah, I, I need to do that. And but what? And we've talked about this before. But what do they think of your faith? Do they just think you're kooky? I think they think it's great. I think they admire it, but I think they also think that I've really gone off the deep end. <laughs> I think they really think that I've become one of the, you know, quintessential Jesus freaks. Yeah. Yeah. 
I like being a Jesus freak. You know, because there's one thing to believe in God and there's one thing to carry your Bible with you everywhere you go and talk about Jesus all the time. And it's your favorite thing to talk about. And, yeah. You know, you have a Christian channel and, you know, you your whole life revolves around Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think that sometimes that can be a little intimidating. And, and I yeah, get it. That's what I feel about all the kind of, a lot of the friends I had or the people I was friends with in high school we went to, you know, the girls' school and the boys' school, and it was a Catholic schools. But I feel like that's kind of how they see me because they they're just very much like, let's go to church on Sunday, yes. let's go to Easter mass, let's do this. And it, but I'm just like Jesus, Jesus, now, Jesus, Jesus. In a way, I wish I could be a little bit more like that. In a way, I don't <laughs> wish that upon myself. But at the same time, there's a little bit of like a, oh my gosh, relax. Like you don't have to be Jesus all the time, but. I can't help it. I know. I can't thing. help when it. When the living water is flowing, you got to just let the spigot on. Even the spigot on. people on my YouTube channel are like, you need to give it a rest. Like, I'm here to find Jesus and all, but like, you got you got to live your life a little bit. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, well, it is called California preaching. And, you know, that's you know, the whole point of the channel. The Apostle Paul basically did and lived his entire life for Jesus. Yeah. Every second of the day. And I think we're doing it good. I think we're doing a good job. Well, not to uh, toot our yeah. own horns. No, we're not boasting. God's grace. It's God's we are grace. not boasting. It's God's you know grace. what grace stands for? God's riches at Christ's expense. Ooh, Ooh. I like that. Let's end it on that. Let's end it on that. Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you. For joining. That was so much fun. And uh, we'll see you next time. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo. We're off to get our crispy chicken tacos. Yum. Yeah. We're late. We're late. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Beckett Cook Show. Your support makes this content possible. All episodes of The Beckett Cook Show are also available on YouTube. For more information about Beckett and his ministry, visit his website at beckettcook.com. A powerful prayer life does not require hiking a mountain to be able to hear from God. God can meet us right in the middle of our busy lives to help, guide, and speak to us through prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical teaching and encouragement on how you can make prayer a natural and consistent part of your everyday life. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.